Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Patreon mailbag, aka the Dougcast. I'm Drew, and my very good potential best friend is here, recording <laughs> with me to do these mailbags. And it is the one and only Dallas. I don't know if your government name is out there, so you're just going to be called Dallas in this case. I, Dallas, how are you? My government name is out there, but that's all right. I appreciate that. Um, I'm doing great. Happy to be here. I got a giant smoothie, and I'm ready to talk. Hezzy Jimbo's. I can't wait. I you know that reminds me for government name. I uh, back in the day, I accidentally gave out Press's government name on a podcast, and I felt terrible afterwards. Oh. I didn't realize because it slipped, and I felt terrible. Press is like, "Hey, man, my friend told me you did this." I was like, "Oh my god, Press, I am so sorry. I did not mean to do that." You called him Presidente. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's his full name. That's his full name is Presidente. <laughs> Well, before we get started, I do have to make an announcement. The Strip Club has a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. There are a number of tiers. There's a $6 tier that gets you access to Pod Strickland that I do every Friday with Prez. You also get access to the Strickland Mailbag that is hosted by Doug, a.k.a. Drew Steele, every other week. You also get access to Strickland Discord, where the conversation about the Knicks never quite stops. In fact, it really just never ends. There's also a $9 tier that gets you access to Strick and Roll, my solo pod, where I rant and rave about the Knicks. But most importantly, you also get access to wonderful premium articles from Jack Huntley, Matthew Miranda, two of the best in the business. There are further tiers. There's a $15 tier, $30 tier, $50 tier, and $100 tier. Those come with a variety of additional benefits, like live watch parties, listening in on pod recordings, and even potentially co-hosting a podcast Alongside yours truly one day, whether you choose to subscribe or not, none of this would be possible without you. So without further ado, let's get started. So uh, we got questions. Um, we actually don't have a significant amount like we usually do, but that's okay. We're going to make the most of it because some of them are pretty interesting. I know Dallas probably has some takes I need to explore with him too because he was all like, I love Julius Randle now. So He's my best friend. <laughs> I bought three fathead posters as a Three result of, of his preseason performance. Yeah, it's just going to be the only art on my wall. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine it? One for my car, too. I, If you, if anyone, if I came home to someone's place and they had Julius <laughs> Randall fatheads, I would be like, I don't know, man. I don't I'm know if gonna, I could be here. going to get a skin for my car that's just Julius Randall that just wraps. It's like him dunking. It wraps all the way around. Does he dunk? I don't think he dunks. He can dunk. Does he? Yeah, of course. I don't think he's so. like six foot nine. 
with a pretty long he's got a big wings like a decent wingspan he's like seven foot or something there's i know we're all fun julia rain julia's Randall tangent before <laughs> anything else he, there's absolutely no reason why he shouldn't be the best defender on this team i think i all i'm pretty close to agreeing uh like, yeah. there's no excuse i think mitch i think mitch should be but then julia's probably okay uh, that's 1B. fair Right, but but he's not though, and I think that's what really bothers me because there's no reason for him to be like lazy on defense. He kind of like, look, has looked it in preseason. It's fine, but just like, but you he's, saw it, like you saw we saw it the one year, right? We're like we're yeah, watching oh. him that basically close to an MVP year. We're just like, holy shit, his defense is incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like in fairness, uh, I don't know. Are we getting into content now, Julius Randall content? You want to just go for the first question, then we'll go from there. Oh, you want to skip? Okay, so come back to Julius Randle. We'll come back to Julius Randle. So we're going to go straight for a Knicks-only question. Well, it should be Knicks. Well, with our listeners, we we tell them to ask anything and we'll answer it. But this is specifically a we don't We don't claim we'll answer it well. Yes, we will, <laughs> we will answer, answer them. It. <laughs> it may not be what you like. So this is from Jake Andrews 1. So this is related to just the Knicks, right? So we Shout we out, Jake. To, shout I, out to Jake. I love Jake. He's we awesome. We love Jake. Jake is wonderful. So he asked who's going to be the Knicks MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved, Sixth Man, and then we have some over-unders. But let's... Do let's, we have a, a rookie on the team? Is there a fucking rookie? It's... Uh, the rookie is just going to be Trevor Keels. He's the default. Trevor Keels, yeah, right? Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, Trevor Keels. He's, he's not going to play a single minute this game. Oh, he's... Fra- Fran Hunt's not a rookie, right? He's been around. No, he's been in the G League for a couple of years. I don't think he counts as a rookie. Yeah, how's that work? If you do, you have to play in the NBA to be, or is the G League? We're gonna have our researchers um, check that. For us <laughs> it has have... to be no. It has to. It can't count the the G League because like you have all these now college kids who are doing a year in the G League. Yeah, I and, think yeah, or like probably... instead of going to college, and they count as rookies presumably when they come up to the big league and get drafted. That would that would make sense. I know, and you know, I do know in baseball that like. A, like a, a prospect could come up to the major leagues for a couple days, but that's not his actual rookie season. So yeah. I think there probably is some sort of like qualifier. That's yeah, and Ben Ben Simmons, rookie of yeah. the year asterisk. <laughs> well, yeah, he was also, in the league a whole year, but just didn't didn't play. Like Blake, Blake Griffin was the same thing. So there's probably something along those lines of like things. But we're gonna go with Trevor Keels. Yeah, as the <laughs> as the rookie of the year. Yeah, that's it. Who's uh, who would be your MVP? I think I know mine immediately. <sighs> Uh, probably, uh, Brunson. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think it's Brunson. Yeah, that seems right to me. Um, I'd love it to be RJ or Quick, but we'll see. Um, there's some outside chance. There's also an outside chance for Mitch, I think, but probably Brunson is. Yes, I would agree. I would agree with Brunson. I just, just even for the, we're at two preseason games right here, because tomorrow, we're recording this on a Tuesday night. Tomorrow is the game against the Pacers at Indiana, if I'm not mistaken yeah we're but playing sure. them back to back right yes two, something two like around. that but um brunson has clearly looked like the guy who's just gonna kind of like stabilize everything so i think that's why i really take out like the mvp context of him she's like i think he's just gonna be so valuable to the team because he's been more or less keeping julius in check he's been taking again this is just two preseason games so take it with the you know a, is it would it be a small grain of salt or a giant grain of salt. <laughs> uh, any any size salt you want. Yeah, whatever the salt size has to be. 
take it with that for the grain according of salt. to your blood pressure uh yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah whatever your doctor says <laughs> it's um in the two preseason games i think he's just really stabilized everything like you just kind of just see what like a legitimate point guard looks like we saw that with quickly at the end of the year too we're like well clearly quickly can do this but like Brunson's also very, very good in a different way. And you just kind of see it already. Like he just stabilizes everything. You're just like, oh, okay, there's faith now. Like I don't have to worry about the point guard position at all because Brunson's going to try on defense. Mm -hmm. He's – his footwork is insane. Yeah, it's great. It's insane. So like I have – so I think it's Brunson as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the nice thing about him is like Tibbs – so with Quickly or even RJ, Tibbs never trusted them enough to take the show from Julius, but he mm-hmm. clearly seems to, at least in the preseason so far, have changed the offense up where it's like, ah, I trust, I trust Brunson. Um, right. One sort of uh, maybe, uh, uh, I don't know what to call it, like X factor or whatever will be Brunson's defense. He definitely mm-hmm. tries, but we have had a lot of miscommunications. Uh, yes. I mean, it's two preseason games. New system for him, um, a little bit different. You know, new players he's playing next to. For a little bit of that time, it was Evan Fournier, and a lot of those miscommunications were those two. Uh, but then game two, without Fournier, he had more. Well, um, he had those with Cam Reddish, and it's it's Cam, so he had one with RJ too, though. So, yes. but anyways, there's just some, so he's had he's had some trouble with uh, just being in the right place. Um, when he has been, he's been good. I especially was impressed with. Um, the Pistons kept trying to get Cade posted up on him. And he repeatedly, yeah, he's strong. Cause Cade is essentially like wing size. I mean, he's not fully NBA strength Cade yet, you know, it's yeah, only not yet two, um, but he's, let's see. What, I think he's like six, six foot six. six? He's yeah. six, six. So like, um, yeah, I was talking about this when he was in Dallas. I do think it's nice to see, and we can get into this more later too, but it's nice to see, um, Tibbs trusting him switching mm-hmm. uh, onto bigger guys because I think that opens up. I think our defense can be a lot better if we do that. Um, and he really is just strong enough to to do that. He can handle that. You know, this is something you've talked about. And I know we've also talked about this too. I'm pretty sure in our, in our discord, but it could also have been privately. I don't remember too. Just the idea of active defense it's like one of the only ways to actually measure defense. Like we should probably just look at the active stuff instead of the inactive. Cause it's really difficult to measure like the, 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 the switch properly. Right. Right. Like we talk about this Brunson's active defense in terms of generating offensive fouls. It's, I believe he was up there for like the past two seasons. terms of like charges drawn. So like he may not be always in the right spots all the time, but like if he's creating turnovers, that's inherently a good thing. Sure. And I think, I don't know the last time the Knicks, Kemba was supposed to be the guy who was (laughs) getting the fouls because he was really good at drawing fouls, but Kemba was, um, you know, a complete disaster last year. So I hope Brunson kind of brings that back and have like an actual point guard who is active on defense and is willing to try to create turnovers. It may not be in the passing lanes or on the ball steals, but he's good. He, He drew a charge against Cade. Yeah, right. I, like he might have drawn two that game. It could have been two, right? Because definitely one. Yeah. It was definitely one. It could have been two because he's so compact and he just gets so low and he just reads the the uh, the post up so well. Like he could draw the contact, and that's a huge advantage for a small defender to have on a big one. Just like knowing when the player is going to hit them on the post to draw the foul, and he's good at that. 
Yeah, and when you're small, it looks like a bigger impact. You can sell it Always a little easier. Every yeah. And then you're, it's also, it also doesn't hurt as much as if you're big to fall. Like you're falling a lot. It's a lot less distance to fall when you're six foot than when you're six nine or something. Absolutely. So would that is that going to make Brunson our defensive player of the year for the Knicks? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is also an easy one. It has no. to be Mitch. Yeah, I think it's Mitch. The only one, the only person who, uh, like, I don't believe it for a second. Um, and I will not, uh, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to see literally a whole season and maybe even more before I start actually like projecting it forward as a thing. Um, it's just been, there's too many times where it hasn't like it's, there's been flashes and then it hasn't lasted, but Julius Randall, as we talked about, oh yeah, there's like in this preseason, he's been legitimately good on defense and very good, but Mitch, I think has still been better. Mitch, uh, it's going to be a huge difference. The fact that Mitch is healthy in shape. Yes. can run up and down the court, can yes. move laterally. Um, it's, 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 it's amazing how nice. important de- uh, for defense moving moving is. Yes. Um, just at all. <laughs> Being able to go any direction with your feet um, <laughs> and not needing a wheelchair. Uh, it's incredibly important. It's great. Um, yeah, so Mitch, Mitch uh, uh, unless you're playing wheelchair basketball, which is actually really cool. I don't know if you it's ever watched really like, cool. I've watched Paralympic it. basketball. It's super cool. Amazing. It looks crazy hard. Yeah. And they don't mess around. Nope. No. <laughs> don't mess around at all. It's so cool. It's so cool. But anyways, Mitch looks healthy and in shape, and it should be him. It should be him. I would think so as well, but you're right. Randall is the X factor because his his one season, like the one year where he went completely outlier. He, I thought he was the best defensive player on the team. I thought he was one of the best defenders in the league that year as well. Like, I just thought he was that good in terms of just his ability to switch and stay front of literally anyone with at his size. I just, I think it's just incredible. You don't see it that much with players like you, like you saw it with like prime LeBron, for example, right? Like the idea of like someone that big. Bam out of bio. Bam was a good one. Draymond. Uh, Dre, yeah, Draymond, like, we're t- but we're also talking about, like, yeah, the yeah. elite of the elite defenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, absolutely. And Randall could, he won't be in Draymond's class, because Draymond's on a whole other level with, um like, off-ball, like, reading things. Well, but, and rim protection. Too, and rim protection, but, like, which just. Which Julius doesn't really. Yeah, but, like, just on ball, he could, he could guard one through five without Easy. any problem. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, he's, in, he's absolutely incredible. Um, I, so I was lower on him during that season. You were just referencing his great, his good season. Um, then I think consensus on defense, but That's fine. not always because of him. Um, for so long, Tibbs has just had him dropping ball screens. Yes, and it's driven me absolutely bonkers because Julius is maybe one of the worst drop defenders in the NBA. Like he's his technique is horrendous. He's so bad at it. But he's one of the best switch defenders in the NBA. Yeah. So why would you ever drop um, with him? I don't know. But actually, the first two preseason, preseason games, Tibbs has been having him switch ball screens. Uh, it's the first time I've seen him really do it consistently. Like, as a schematic thing, we're going to switch. Basically, they've been switching pretty much one through four on most of their screens. Um, Which is and- something they should have been doing this whole time. Yeah, which is I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm in fairness, sure not with it. Kemba. Like, you can't really have Kemba switching on to like oh, a four. Okay, okay can't have Ke- I mean, Kemba's going to get roasted on anybody. So, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think with Brunson, he sort of trusted a little more. Brunson, 
you know, RJ, I don't know about Evan. It'll be interesting to see if he'll, how, how, he'll, <laughs> how long he'll stick with that. But, um, you know, also Brunson and Fournier, neither of those guys, and even RJ, how are the absolute best at getting over screens, which is what you're going to have to do if you're going to drop. So yeah, it's, it's switching different. them just makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, switching also makes sense for RJ too. Yeah, oh, right? absolutely. Like, like switching for this team makes just so much more sense because mm-hmm. the only people who really get over the screens on this team is is quickly induce. For oh, and um, what's the name? And Grimes. I'm sorry, Grimes. I didn't want to. Yeah. Grimes. Like, there's only like three guys who get over screens. Cam technically gets over them because like he's so big and lanky, but like. I don't like the way he, he just recovers play. fast. Yeah. 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 It's just like one of those things like RJ tries, but like, you know, yeah, he's, not, o- he's okay trying. at it, but he's, hu- he's huge. He's a big yeah. dude. A lot it's of bulk. Of yeah. It's, it's hard like, to get I'm small. Not, <laughs> yes. I'm not, you know, I'm not like being mad at like RJ being like, Hey, you need no, to like yeah. get small through those gaps. It's like, well, he's, he's <laughs> going to be a giant. He's already huge at 21. Yeah. He's going to get, he's going to get so much stronger by like 28. Like it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. So, like, that's why I'm not, like, worried about, like, him being, like, the best <laughs> getting over screens. He yeah. tries. That's the most important thing. Brunson tries. Fine. But uh, Fournier, Fournier is just Fournier. Which is he fun. tries, too. He's He is he does give effort. He just, it doesn't always work out that great. It doesn't always work, but ultimately I just care about trying. But you're right, though. Just, like, just switch more because we the Knicks have that advantage. Yeah. Well, and it seems like they're going to do it. Um I think especially if you had Grimes in the starting lineup instead of Fournier, that would make the defense actually awesome. Because, like, yes. really, if you go Brunson, Grimes, RJ, Julius, switching ball screens, and then you're just dropping with Mitch, that's – you're you're good everywhere. Like, act legitimately, you're good everywhere. Um, and great in some places. Like, Mitch, I think, is great on defense. And I think yes. Grimes is going to be um, – you know, we've seen a pretty small sample, but it looks like he's going to be pretty dang good. And RJ often is very good. So, I mean, when you're talking about Brunson, who I think is like Fine. at worst a league average point guard defender. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I've heard that's that's fair like, to say. Point guard defense, it's not a deep position when you're looking at defense, right? Like, yeah, it's it's really not. Um, it's, it's, like, you know, it's like Chris Paul, Marcus Smart. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh Steph is pretty good actually but yes. even so it's not you're not like oh Steph is like changing the game you're like oh wow he can switch on to like Tatum and not absolutely get destroyed every single time Steph which is pretty impressive is, yeah, you know Steph he can generate an, some steals and right he's an underrated defender but yeah. we don't want to overrate it either because like he's not he's not causing like he's not being like he's not like an active yeah. Or maybe he's an actor. I've he's got active. He's active. He's definitely active. It's hard to it's hard to explain Steph, right? Because it's yeah. like he's clearly I hear what good. You mean. But like he's, but like I'm not gonna be like Steph. You know what you need to do? Go point of attack right now for the whole game. It's like that's not Steph. Well, and they want to. He does. He used to do that more, but they want to save him now for offense, obviously. So he's still like in the playoffs. They try to, you know, basically that. I mean, they are able to win because he can survive. Yes. Every single team they play, uh, basically this entire run, um, has isolated him. Tried to pick on him. That's because you want to tire him out on defense, so he can't do as much as on offense. And you think, I mean, he's the weak defender, or has often been the weaker yeah, defend, he's weakest the weak defender. But he's been great, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's why they've been able to survive and win, except for the one year, like LeBron did. LeBron is, but who's stopping LeBron? Probably nobody. But Steph especially struggled with LeBron. But in fairness, like look at the weight difference there, and the, like it's just yeah. 
it's it's one of those things where is I think it's also interesting when we talk about like big men. It's one of those things where just like, well, who's going to stop Embiid, right? Like you right. hear that a lot. But it's like, well, no one stops Embiid. Like yeah. he's Joel Embiid. <laughs> yeah, and LeBron has sixty five pounds on. It's two. He's LeBron's two fifty. Steph's one eighty five, and LeBron's what like five six inches taller. Easy. Um, they're they're both dads, but LeBron is an older dad, so he gets the <laughs> extra dad strength. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, we also have um, who's going to be most improved and six man for the Knicks. Six man, is, I think, is also pretty easy. IQ uh, will be six man of the of the year for the Knicks. Uh, most improved, yeah. I would love it to be. I really. Would love it to be um, IQ or RJ because that would mean one of them is taking a step towards stardom, and yes. we really need one of them too if we're gonna succeed long term. We need a we need a homegrown star, um, and they're both very good, uh, both great like great players. They're both you know there's potential for that, um, but it's not a sure sure thing. Um, yes. So I want to see it'd be awesome if it's one of them. If I was to actually put my money on it. There's some chance that it could be. I mean, I think IQ I would consider, although he, he hasn't looked that great in the preseason. But I think it's just some preseason stuff. But um, he's not he also, bad. He's also he's just, now. <laughs> yeah, so it might take some time to get used to. Um, but Mitch might be a, a candidate only because uh, he was so bad last year. Yeah. Um, to, especially to start uh, the year, so you have like 30 games of being. You know, at least 15 games of being garbage and then 15 of being like pretty mid and then finally starting to get into shape towards the end of the year and starting to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, y- you could imagine him just being back in shape, uh, probably the best shape of his life, actually, because he actually yeah. has some of the strength that he built last offseason. But the cardio that he needs to use it he- functionally without the extra weight that's like just unnecessary and not, you know, whatever, just now it's more functional muscle. And it looks like he has a little bit of maybe something on offense, like a little, he's going to try some, his seals are good. He was doing that a little last year and nobody ever found him, but he looks a lot better at it so far this year. Um, I think he could actually move now. (laughs) Yeah. And when he got it, he got the one that um, Brunson hit him, got him the ball. He got a three second violation on it, but he uh, made like a quick move, uh, like turn around, put the ball on the floor once and put a little layup. Yeah, he did everything you wanted to do on exactly. the seal, right? You seal him, you get him deep, you make a fast move. Like you yep. did, he did exactly just, what you want. It exactly. was just a quick three seconds. I think that was a fast three seconds. That was some, that's yeah. Like, come on. And it came on the seal, not on the play. Like not, you know, like it was because he was sitting there waiting and it know, took a while to get him the ball. I would agree for what we're saying, but if we were to do the most improved in terms of like the NBA, like voting does it. It's yeah. usually the person who has like the greatest like stat increase, yeah. right? Oh, Brunson? It's, it's going to be either Brunson or Grimes then, if we talk about that in terms of improvement, which yeah. which we're talking about improvement because we're talking like RJ improvement. His stats aren't going to go wild necessarily for the improvement. We're just talking about, okay, his true shooting goes up to like 56%, right? Then we're like, holy shit, that's some yeah. big improvement. That's yeah. huge. But like numbers wise, you'll just be like, okay, he's at 23 points a game. Like who cares? Yeah. But all, But we're like, no, he's that dude now. Though, yeah. right? Like that's it. I would say it's going to be Brunson or uh, Grimes, just because of a stat uptick. That's how I would. In case Jake is asking the question in those terms, I hear it. 
Yeah, then six men is quickly. Like, that's obvious. That's obvious. Then there was the over-under of one for each of these questions, rising star and all-star game. Wait, is this our uh, is this our time to talk about you could be a draft king? Uh wait, did I I said I pulled the, the ad read, right? Didn't I say that? Ooh, man, Alex is gonna be so mad at this. Yes, intro. The NFL <laughs> action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an online an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $2,000 in free bets. If they if they do, can you imagine that? $2,000 in free it's bets? It's actually a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. So check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings to DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Oh man, we're talking parlays. Um <laughs> This says, well, in the red text, it says, discuss the matchup uh, you like with your team or players are excited for the odds about. Um, this is going to be tough for both Dallas and I. Um, we like the Buffalo well, Bills no, matchup. No, no. We could talk about the exact – I brought it up at this point because we could talk about the mailbag question. The over-under of one Nick makes an all-star no, game. No, I'm still, doing, I'm still on, doing the ad read, Dallas. I know, but can't you find that on DraftKings? You can well, probably no, find odds for that. No, but we're talking about NFL action. Oh, NFL. Yeah, that we don't follow. That's the but, Houston um, Astros? <laughs> we're, I'm going to say you should put all your money on the Buffalo Bills and Jake. Cutler. No, he's not. Who's the Crowder? <laughs> the Houston Oilers? <laughs> Houston Oilers. Schwinn Warren is Moon. So, Warren Schwinn Moon? is going to be so mad that I forgot the, uh, the Buffalo Bills quarterback. J.P. Oh, Lossman. J- Jake Allen. <laughs> J.P. Lossman? He used to be a quarterback. <laughs> Put your money on the uh, the Bills is what I am trying to say. It's, and jo- to it's make Josh things- Allen, Doug. Oh, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Oh, boy. <laughs> to make things even sweeter, you can throw throw down on step-up same-day parlays once per game all season. Call to action. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code TBPN. To get $2,000 in free bets if your team wins and you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's the code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official online betting partner with the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Uh, See notes for details. And then also, if you are a gambler, um, call 1-800-GAMBLER or whatever your equivalent is for for 1-800-GAMBLER. And make sure you don't waste all your money. On this, like you have great odds, but don't waste all of it. So there's the ad. Um, sorry same, to Alex. Same day parfait. Is that like you order and Dairy Queen sends you an ice cream? Yes. Yeah, so you get, you get one, hours? you get one dipped cone. And then if you win, <laughs> you get another dipped cone. <laughs> that's uh that's same day, same day parlay. Um, all right. So let's, let's no, go par- back. Parfait, right. Same day parfait. Oh yeah. Same day parfait. No, isn't it parfait with yogurt? Oh, that's right. Damn. Um, Gotta just, get on my acai yoga yoga mom game. You do. Well, all right. Let's talk about now. Over under one Nick making an all star game or rising star. How does game. over under work? I so it's set at one. So do you think you're going to take more than one? So meaning like two or more Nick's all stars, or under like no one's going to make an all star. Oh, over under one. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. Uh. Under, under for sure. 
So Moving. like, wait, so if one over means two, at least two has to make? Yeah, if you're taking over one, that means two. And at under least means two nobody makes? Yes. So you can't say one. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, say, the best odds are at one, I would think. Who would you think the all-star would be? Brunson. I think there's a chance. I don't know. Maybe I might be, best odds might be at zero. Might be at zero. The league's pretty deep. The guard's pretty deep. I think the only way for a Nick to get an all-star would be through the voting. Right. Which is totally possible. there's a possible. lot of us. Yeah, yeah like, a lot of it's us. totally possible. It could be Brunson or RJ. Mello was would... still getting the... Mello couldn't do anything, and we would have voted him in. We would be like, yeah, yeah so send him yeah. in. So I would go... I would also take the under, but, like, only because I don't think it's going to be two. So if you could... Like, if you bet one, there is a chance either Brunson or RJ could make an all-star game, hmm. depending on how the season goes. But um, I would take the under. And for rising stars. Is that I first and second year players only, right? Yeah, I don't think the Knicks. So Grimes or Sims. Um, it would basically be Grimes, Sims, and Deuce. And then Trevor Keels. Trevor Keels, yeah. Uh, Grimes could make it. I think Sims could too. If I think if Sims played, he would. Um, I would agree. Sims, lo- Sims looks... He looks kind of good to me. Um, I would agree. Especially if you're... I think you could do a lot with him. He's really... I. That's a, a, a weird surprise that could happen. I don't think it will happen just because of the money um, and because Tibbs never makes changes. But, never. like, if Tibbs was going to make a change to, like, the rotation at some point down the line, um, like, one that I could... Like, somebody out of the rotation gets into the rotation, I could see Sims pushing Hart for his job. I could see it happen. Just, just knowing what Tibbs values, I could see it happen. I I, I'm not saying it will, but Sims looks pretty solid. I'm like, I'm impressed. I really like Hartenstein, just as like aesthetically as a player. But you're right, there is a chance that Tibbs is like, stop passing the ball on top of the key. Like, there could be some weird Tibbs shit where he's just like, stop doing your Hart stuff. Well, just Sims is better on defense. Um, he is better on defense. than than Hart. Um, and I can imagine. Tips really like that. I mean, Sims is pretty solid on offense too. He's a good you could, screener. You would see a uh, a four five combo of Sims and Hartenstein. You could apparently then, was and it? Then Obi um, at the three. Oh yeah. Cam Fam at the two. No, no, no. Randall at the two. <laughs> oh, Randall at the two. That's a good one. And yeah. then RJ at the one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could bring Taj Gibson back to play the one. Oh, Taj is signed though for the. Oh, the, Mitch. Uh, Mitch will play the one. Mitch will play the one. Oh, Mitch could definitely play. The Did one. you see I, he had a quote like, um, yes, someone asked him, like, do you want to shoot threes? He's like, I don't want, I don't care about shooting threes. I just want to do a crossover. <laughs> I just want to cross people up. <laughs> if we ever saw Mitch cross someone up, it would be absolutely amazing. Hey, let me just say, I remember like year one, he had a few of those like full court fast breaks and he his was, handle, yes. his handles was not very good. But no. this year, this preseason, he had one, and his handle was tight. Like, he was – I mean, it wasn't, like, great, but, like, it was clearly improved from where it has been, um, where he was able to, like, run comfortably up the court with the ball yes. full speed, dribbling, and there was no, like – he wasn't going to accidentally, like, dribble it off his, like, 10-foot-long legs or something like yeah. that. That first year, Mitch, though, you're just like, holy shit, there's so much promise here. Oh, my it was God, just, yeah. It was just wild because you're just like, holy shit. It obviously tempered which is totally fine, but just, like, the hype around Mitch of what you thought he could have been. I was like, like, 
overlapping yeah. him running full court with that like grainy black and white footage of Wilt running full court. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. what could it be? Exactly. He looks like Wilt. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean cellar. the mini fridge. Yeah, it's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.